0: a big drink hey it's me it's brian welcome to street fight i am here sitting in my office which is just another room in my house killing out uh got a yoda behind me but i got frustrated and started over so no yoda until later but it will be in this office someday you will see a lego yoda in here um I hope everybody's doing okay. I am here for the, uh, I'm here for the night or amount of time that, you know, I'm here for an, a, a decent amount of time, I guess. Maybe like an hour, two hours. I'm just going to sit and chat with everybody. Maybe have a little bit of fun. I'm looking at the, uh, um, I'm looking at the app and stuff like that. I see A1C. A-C-A-B. I'm just going to call you A-C-A-B, God damn it, because uh, it's hard to say. I see Hootie Owl in here. Um, I'm looking to see if I can read the chat, but uh, I'm in, I can read the, uh, oh, there you are. I see you. Hi, Hootie Owl. I Wibbity Wabbity. Hi, A1, C3, A1, BEE2, uh, Pyongyang Jim. ACAB, yeah, we're, we're gonna start calling you ACAB from now on, which doesn't help you at all uh, Pyongyang Jim is Dracula, Zach H, good evening, how's everybody doing this weekend? You guys having a, um, well, fortunately for some of you, you don't live in the Midwest or the Northeast and, uh, or the entire country except for like the bottom part and the West part, uh, freezing cold I didn't take a walk today. I got pissed off. You ever wake up like just pissed, like you're pissed off at at the fucking weather and you're like, I don't have to fucking deal with this shit. You know, I'm not going to fuck. So I went to a Christmas fair today with the old, uh, with, with the wife and Erica. We, we went, we looked at, uh, uh, a Christmas fair, saw a few things. There was a guy that was selling knives, uh, this motherfucker was selling Boker knives that are like $100. Uh, he glued rocks to them and was charging $325 for them. Bonkers prices at this place. But I, I was there because my wife did not think that I was going to want to do this, right? So here, here's what happened. She goes, hey, you see this, this Christmas fair? And then, I, you know, no. I don't want to go to that. It's fucking crazy. What kind of person would ask me that crazy question? And uh but they asked me and I did it and I went and I actually had a good time. We um there weren't a lot of there wasn't nothing I wanted to buy at the Christmas fair. I don't I don't like what's the word, man? I don't like I don't like ornaments. I don't ever want to buy another ornament. It's the same thing I had with the uh uh situation over the Hey, Fern Cliffs as it's 68 in Southern sunny Southern California. I think I think uh, me and the family are going to come to California uh very soon. Going to spend some time in LA, some time out in the desert, Joshua Tree, and uh just hang around. I think we're going to be there soon. It's going to be beautiful. Um because it sucks here. It's 28 degrees right now. So, don't like it. Uh, but yeah. So yesterday I'm like, "We're wrestling's on. I bought the pay-per-view and we're watching the wrestling." And my wife's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you want to go to this Christmas fair?" And at first I was like, "No." But then I'm like, "She hang around this house while I watch wrestling on a Saturday night." So, okay, yeah, gluing rocks to knives. What garbage safari's asking and people don't understand this guy had knives that were pretty good knives. You know, a Boker, which isn't like uh, uh, the most expensive knife, but I had a Boker Kalashnikov. It was $35 and it was a switchblade and it was really sick. This guy had what appeared to be one of those fucking rock tumblers. If people remember like a rock tumbler, which I honestly have no idea, Um what the i uh uh Ferncliff, i will not be in california before any time before christmas this this will be a early january situation but what i'm saying is they they the guy had some pretty good knives probably 45 hundred dollar knives but he he used one of them rock tumbler gimmicks which i don't even know what the fuck they are guys i don't i don't know what the magic is with it but then he glued it to the knife and then charged another two hundred and twenty-five dollars for it. And which I'm like, I I don't know, man. I I like the the original model knife. Because that's just the kind of dude I am. You know, I like, I do want, I would like something special, something that looks cool, but I also like, why the fuck would I want a knife? Like, why would I want you to glue a rock to a nice knife? Also had these Zippo, uh, these like, they weren't Zippo lighters, which I have thought about buying a hundred times, but I quit smoking. So what would I ever need a Zippo for? You can't light candles with a Zippo. No, I, I fucking have to stand outside in the break area at some fucking warehouse. Like you need a light? You need a light just lighting people's cigarettes but but i always wanted one i always wanted a zippo learn the zippo tricks you know um but uh okay scarab's feast said uh lighting dynamite on a windy day uh uh winners and losers says to toss onto the trail of a gas leading to the barn you're torching and and uh yeah and that's the other name pyongyang jim says get a handmade knife from a street fighter i have knives that people have sent me that are handmade that are very cool and I like them. Um, I don't exactly know, so Zippo made money clips and this guy seemed to like glue two knives and to a money clip and then also, uh, and they're sticking out. They don't close, they not fold in. There's two knives, it's a money clip and it's got a knife coming this way and a knife coming this way and then there's a rock glued to it, right? and and so it's like what the fuck i can't even put that in my pocket it'll stab me walking around he's like zippo made these and it's like then quit gluing rocks to shit man nobody wants a rock knife and nobody listen that thing that polishes up the rocks that fucking thing that's just a toy i don't even know how it works or why the rocks look so cool but uh uh Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I might buy a Zippo still. Cause y'all know I like to waste money. I'm like a big time money waster that it's like, I'll put a zipper in, I'll, I'll put a Zippo in my pocket and then, you know, maybe during the summer, somebody will be doing a fire and they don't have one of them long fucking lighters. So I'll just take a Zippo and pew and light it. Um, that would be nice so yeah I'm not getting into turquoise jewelry Hank I see you in there uh also Goblin Lurker says Orc weapons I don't need that um yeah I think I do I think I want I'm gonna get a Zippo and see if there's a Zippo that has a knife like as part of it because if if I can justify as many knives you know what I'm saying? Like I can justify buying as many, not it's like Legos. It's like, well, I like them. So I'll buy them. I just can't justify buying fancy lighters. That's goofy. You know, you don't want to buy a fancy lighter. So, uh, oh my God. Garbage Safari says, I'll send you a Zippo. I went through a phase and bought like a dozen. That's (laughs) fucking crazy. I saw a Zippo one time recently that had a naked lady on it. And uh, I came real close to buying it because how goofy is that? That It's like those pins, the, the writing pens that you would hit the button. That's the other thing I saw, by the way. That's the other thing I saw. A uh, guy was selling fountain pens and he was really putting the hard, hard sell on me, right? It's like, these are nice. This is a nice fountain pen, uh, handmade. Uh, you go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got the uh, pointy boy you know y'all know what I'm talking about like it 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 is like a pen and then it has a metal like kind of triangular situation and uh uh it's a fountain pen I don't know if you fill it up or if you dip it in pen guys giving me the full court press and I'm like dude I'm gonna tell you something I even when I wrote stand up right or when I wrote for the zine, uh, I never used a pen. I hate pens, and I hate pencils and I hate paper and I'm a fucking type guy, I just type. I have like an old fucking uh, moleskin that I was like, I'll carry this moleskin around and uh, uh, write down my jokes in it, write down jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm writing down my jokes when I'm doing stand up. Oh, here's an idea, I'll write that down and uh i just stopped using it i was like i'll just you know what i got a smartphone i'll just type it in google docs that'll work too you know i'm just not a pen guy i don't want to play with pens i don't want to use pens i just don't have i i don't have that thing i grew up when you had to use pens in the past so yeah not a pen guy not gonna use a fountain pen i think i'm gonna answer the phone now uh there is room for more callers on the queue so if you ever wanted to call in uh you know there's a couple of spots here that you can you know oh there's only one spot now uh oh well hello you're talking to brian on street fight who am i talking to
1: hey brian this is alex from irvine california
0: alex from irvine california i want to i wish i was there you're on a picket line are you the guy in the chat that has a picket line
1: yeah, I am. Uh
0: what you doing What do you got what do you got hair striking hair up
1: there? So I'm a part of the uh University of California student worker strike right now. Oh. Um where we just finished a week. So yeah.
0: Why didn't you call why didn't you're say so, are you the person that was supposed to get a hold of me and say you were calling so you didn't have to wait for me to talk about fountain pens and zippers? Oh I did. <laughs> oh, you did? I don't know. I
1: like to use <laughs> so I mean, I listen to street fights, so I know what's
0: up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I saw the, uh, I didn't check my DMs. My DMs has been outrageous lately. And so sometimes I just don't even look at them. But now I'm looking at it and it's like, uh, uh, let me look here. I'm gonna, I'm going to go in there. Oh yeah, you're right there. Okay, well, I appreciate you waiting for me. And I did pick you up first. You called first. So, you're at the US, see, and I didn't think you'd still be on strike right now. So oh, it's interesting.
1: It's be <laughs> uh, yeah. What I mean, are you guys striking? So basically what's going on here is, uh, so everyone's aware of how expensive it is to live in Southern California, right? I mean, it's like one of the most expensive places to live in the country, um, but basically, Student workers here get paid or like academic workers, so people who already have like degrees and are teaching classes like TAs or like people doing research, which gets grants for the university's funding, you know, Um, the like average pay for a teaching assistant here. So people who teach multiple classes a week, teach undergrads and have more instructional time than like professors do make around like twenty three thousand dollars a year. (laughs) <laughs> like living in LA. It's always shocking. Which is not it's p- always
0: shocking every time, Alex. It's like we hear we hear that shit. Like we hear every time like people that work as as like a you know, uh it, at a college. You you're always like they are they're like, "Yeah, we make about" and then in, in your mind, you're like 50 grand a year. Look, not a ton of money, but it's an <laughs> amount of money you can live with, right? That's what I would think. I'd be like, yeah, it's not enough to pay your student loans or anything like that, but it's fifty grand. And then every time the person's like, Yeah, we make four dollars an hour. It's like how the fuck do they get away with that?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. Uh (laughs) so like I rent from my university. Like they have housing for graduate students, and uh I I pay like fifty five percent of my income a month to back to the school. So like they pay me and then I pay them back in rent. <laughs> it's like really heinous because oh, nice. they know how much I pay them. You know, <laughs> they know. Yeah. It, I'm paying them for like a nine by 10 room in a shared apartment, $1,000 a month when they pay gee, us like oh, 23K a
0: year. It's a shared apartment and they're just like, <clears throat> yeah, you pay 50, what 55% of your income is what you pay to move in. There used to be these apartments. I had a Literally. girlfriend who lived in, in Section 8 apartments. And, like, guys that I went to school with would get so fired up about it because they'd be like, she only pays $8 a month rent. And I'm like, she lives in Section 8 apartments, and she's 17 with a kid. So let's, not, let's cool yeah. out a little bit here.
1: Yeah, I have a friend who just had a kid, and uh, like he's living here. He's working towards his PhD. You know, he's teaching like several classes. He has like a side job. His like wife works like doing like overtime every week to make ends meet. And like they're renting from the university. It's crazy, um, just like what people are going through. Because people, I mean, I don't know. People have like an idea about grad students. I feel that like, you know, we're losers, which we are. You know, obviously, like I'm studying like some bullshit that I want to do, but like at the same time. We're like basically teaching all these undergrads like more than professors are, like hours wise, and like grading everything, repairing classes and stuff. And like we get paid significantly less than them. And it's just, it's labor, you know, it's like intensive okay. labor. Cause the state, like, like Felix says on Chapo, you know, like the state sort of abdicates like all of its like social work onto teachers and professors and stuff, except at like giant school systems like California. That like work falls to TAs, not professors. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're they like don't. Therapists for them. You know?
0: Right. Yeah. Cause I think most of the <laughs> teachers I had in college were, were uh, not tenured or anything like that. Cause they don't offer that anymore. They can, they can definitely do the thing where it's like, they, they can do the thing where they're like, well, you know uh you're not quite ready yet, and you'll get tenure, but all these jobs are taken up by people that are making twenty six thousand dollars a fucking year you know like why would they give anybody tenure? Why would they make anybody a uh, uh uh an employee or whatever it is when you're a professor like there's no fucking there's no incentive for them to do that, so it's like here's here is I want you to, you're supposed to go and study this thing. It's a noble thing to learn, but everybody hates people so much. Uh, uh, Everybody hates college students so much that they're just like, fuck them. You know, they don't deserve anything. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. yeah. It's wild. I mean.
1: But, I mean, I think, I don't know, I, I, I really hope that, like, people pay more attention, because, like, this strike is huge, you know? It's, like, 48,000 people across the state, and, like, uh, it's 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 the result of, like, over a year bargaining uh, across three different unions, all under the UAW, uh, and, like, we've been bargaining for over a year to try and get, you know, a fair wage <laughs> to be able to, like, lift people out of rent burden, so, like, And like a really huge percentage of people pay like over 50% of their rent shit back like every month out of their paychecks here. And, you know, like as academic workers, that just like, isn't like, it's not (laughs) tenable. you know, like we're struggling. Like I go to the food pantry every week to get food and stuff. And I think it's like totally opposite what people think, (laughs) think we live. Yeah.
0: They think they're (laughs) like, they think you guys are like pampered and that you're just throwing a fit. And 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 it it is mostly people who didn't go to college that that don't understand how college works. You know what I mean? Like they don't understand because yes. it's the same people who are like, oh yeah, yeah, these liberal and and like communist college professors. And it's like I was in a sociology program, and my teachers were pretty much like a lot more conservative than me. You know, like I was probably yeah, like our-
1: our social pretty, program. Oh, go ahead.
0: I was pretty far to the left compared to like teachers that were teaching classes about like social stratification and shit like that. like I took a class called social stratification uh Race Class and Gender, and uh it's just it's the type of class that conservatives are losing their shit about, you know, and this teacher was so much so conservative not like a republican i i i i would assume she still votes for democrats but i would guess that she was not a bernie sanders supporter she and 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 i talk about the labor the the labor theory course i took when i was in college with the uh with the fucking libertarian uh fedora guy vapes you know all that stuff like I took that course and she's like I'm a sociology major all of my teachers are supposed to be fucking raging communists and I fa- I didn't find any to be that way I had one teacher who really liked me who would sort of sit and talk to me about well I mean her son mostly her son went to rehab and she she wanted to talk to me about her son going to rehab. So I had to go sit in her office during office hours and be like, well, you know, (laughs) people handle rehab differently. You just got to be open. It was very weird, very weird situation, but I liked the lady. So I didn't mind helping her deal with her, uh, heroin using son. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, Yeah. I just, I, I felt like, I felt like really shocked at the amount of like teachers who were it's one of the reasons i quit doing political science i started school i wanted to do political science took two classes i was like this is all conservative shit, man this is not this is not <laughs> what i wanted to do you know
2: poly-
1: I, was full of sickos. I I did a poly science undergrad and it was just it was horrifying for the most part i don't know i had like You're people not- sitting in front of me in class like a bl- <laughs>
0: Dude, you're not doing what you think you're going to be doing when you take it. You know what I mean? Like you take political science and you're like, we're going to talk about political systems and, and we're going to try to, you know, develop our own political system and, and, and all this stuff or our own opinions. But it's like, that's not what it is. It's like you go in there and you're, you're just talking about the same shit that we have going on now and how they do stuff and i I found that so fucking frustrating, but uh so you guys also i i saw the news stories earlier in the week about u p s is not delivering there or uh uh being asked yeah. not to deliver there
1: yeah u p s is a solidarity strike with uh well the well, Teamsters has a solidarity strike going on with like the u a w workers represented here, and uh Yeah, we've actually been picketing drivers that cross the picket line. So like preventing them from doing deliveries at the behest of like the local Teamster steward here in Irvine, which has been super cool. They've been so supportive. We've also had like a lot of solidarity from like other local unions. So we had some like food workers' unions drop off food several days. It's been awesome. I mean, it's just it's such like a showing of like how like together as if we stand together as workers, we can all like make it through and make a better life for everybody. I don't know. That's what it's all about. Like we did like a big like video the other day for um, the lecture or I think it's like adjuncts or whatever. And like at the new school in uh, New York who were on strike as well. They just started striking this week. Uh, But it's, it's cool that there's like people, like this labor movement, which is happening across the country right now. Um, So I don't know. It's just been very heartwarming to see the solidarity from other, other unions are in the area and across the California. Um, And then like giving some of that back.
0: It also has to feel pretty sick to like, like I, 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 just as you were talking about it, and as I had seen the Teamsters and and some of the stuff, it's it's got to be pretty sick if you if you spend your time on social media a lot and you you hear how people characterize like what's a worker and what isn't a worker and and shit like that to just have like auto workers coming and standing side by side with you because like you know everybody wants to get paid fair and i always find that so uh uh, i one of the most frustrating things is like when i was climbing poles and shit like that and roofing i i didn't think that college professors were human garbage or pieces of i i admired them because i thought they were smart you know it was the same thing with like (laughs) you know harvard right like the the grungiest, most like like white trash guy still respects Harvard. They don't find out that it's awful most of the time. Like my father in law's like, "Yeah, you went to Harvard." And I'm like, "I don't give a fuck. Harvard's a bunch of fucking idiots." And then you know they're like, "You're not following yeah. their rules of engagement." At that point, <laughs> it's like everybody at Harvard's a fucking yeah. idiot. And you're like, "Wait, no, you're not supposed to be allowed to say that."
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I I hope that like more i hope that this union drive and like hopefully like a push of unionism across like uh like colleges and universities will hopefully like help shape the future of discourse around like leftism and unionism in this country because i feel like there was like a real reactionary conservative moment in academia not too long ago but I, i hope that people who are not like invested in the movement or weren't before this strike or their like whatever strike they have going on in their college campuses, I hope that they like feel the solidarity from like other workers and like put that towards like advocating for unions and like labor in their work in the future. Because, you know, people always talk about how like academia or whatever is elite and like sets the conversation or shit. But like, if that is true, I hope that we can repay that solidarity by like, you know, doing positive work for for unions that are you know of other of other other workers and other you know movement. Uh yeah hopefully change the tide of how people look
0: you're looking at like Starbucks it's like that almost feels like dominoes just falling. Uh I mean I think it's sort of slowed down now but uh there was a period there where it just felt like a bunch like everything felt possible. And I don't think we're past that moment yet either. I'm not saying that I don't think this stuff is possible, but I do think like it needs to be juiced every once in a while. And it it does to me seem like this, this, the, the USC thing is like something that's being picked up in the news because like, I mean, you told me about it, obviously in DMs when we talked, but like I have seen, independently of you I've seen stories showing up uh online and stuff like that so uh it seems like a pretty positive situation out there is there a strike fund
1: there is a strike fund um so basically we were a niche, I don't know I I I don't know we weren't initially like I don't think planning for it to go as long as we think it will now but I don't know I don't I don't the end and i think people are pretty uh stuck you know we're like we're out here until we get what we need uh because the university and like their bargaining team hasn't moved on any of the major economic issues yet like they, they they're offering us a seven percent raise <laughs> uh which is nothing uh yeah
0: so uh, they, i think they we're fucking,
2: out here like-
0: <laughs> dude they love doing that business for some reason business and college is business. They love to do a percent. They just love to throw a percent at you, and that percent always under ten percent, always. And you're supposed to be like, "Well, seven percent of twenty six thousand dollars is—I don't know—I'm—I don't know—but it's—it's fucking five hundred dollars. Who wouldn't do better with five hundred more dollars? It's like eat shit, motherfucker."
1: You know what I mean? So the, Me. The lowest raise from that was, I think, a hundred and twenty bucks a month more for some people. Yeah. like it's just it's, it's lap. It's like insulting, you know.
0: Yeah, my wife gets raises <laughs> but, every year, and my wife will get her raise every year, and it'll it'll be ten, maybe twelve percent, and then she does the math, and it's like that's fucking two hundred and fifty dollars. Who cares? It's more than that, yeah. but you know what I mean? It, it might be $2,000 a year yeah. or more. And it's like, that's not it's, fucking real money, man. And then you're, you're supposed to, you're a dick. If you say that, you know what I mean? Like you're a fucking asshole. If you say well, $2,000 isn't money and it's like, no, it's not, it's not real money. It's not going to change my life even a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I totally agree. And I think we got to change that because the people like, it's not anymore like maybe 20 years ago 2000 dollars is real money but it's not anymore inflation what it is and shit well, <laughs> but there is two a strike things. fund that people want to donate i'll i'll
0: i'll 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 get it uh, out there i'll let you get it out there but there's there's definitely two yeah. two things where it's like there is the 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 here's 7%, here's 8% and and that's all of that's all the money that they're willing to part ways with. And the other thing is if they're accepting 7%, they can give you more because they're happy with 7%. They're happy, they're gonna walk out on the other end of this with 7% and they're gonna be super fucking happy with that. And it's like, no, we want you to not be happy. But have you guys tried saying that in the bargaining thing saying like, we want you to not be happy with the amount of money you give us actually. Uh, So let's start there first. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's come pretty,
1: come through pretty clear. So actually like the university has been uh, committing a ton of like illegal practices, which is why we're on strike. We're like able to strike legally. Cause it's, since it's like uh technically we're like, uh, like government workers in some way, like we're employed by the state because it's a public school. Like we don't, it's not an LR, NLRB strike. It's it's done something with like the California board of labor or whatever. So, since the university and the state are breaking the law in the way they bargain committing unfair labor practices we're like legally allowed to be out here for as long as we want <laughs> um, like withholding our not labor getting paid so like they've and been like christmas is coming up well yeah well yeah not as, as if anybody has money to buy christmas presents you know but uh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. uh essentially though like it's like they've been trying to like offer raises to different departments saying, "Hey, like we'll give you $10,000 more a year if you don't like stand with your fellow workers, you know? Like don't worry about them, we've got you covered." Which is like super illegal. <laughs> Cuz it's under it's, it's like going just, behind the union's back and stuff.
0: It's shitty. It's so gross.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awful. But there's a strike. Well,
0: on, how much are uh, you asking are for money-wise? Like what, for- what kind of raise are you guys asking for?
3: So
1: we're asking for a fifty four thousand dollar a year minimum salary uh, Six, which is so the like lowest double. amount to bring yeah so it's a, but it's also the lowest amount uh necessary to bring everybody out of rent burden, so it's like not out of nowhere fifty four k it's like specifically like to lift all workers for the u c out of uh out of the federal rent burden standard, which is over thirty percent of their rent goes to, or 30% of their income goes to rent every month. And it's also like University of California, like LA and Berkeley are like the top public schools in this country. You know, they, if they want to like claim to be the best, they need to like pay people accordingly. You know, if we're going to be providing a world-class education or whatever to their undergrads, they need to be paying us as if we're doing so. So like, it's not even, a, cool. it's not, it's not crazy. And that's Fifty-four is still less than most people with bachelor's degrees make in
0: California. You know, and they're making it's, a it's ton of fucking like, money. These colleges are making oh, yeah. a ton of fucking money. You know, they're basically hedge
1: funds at this point. You know, it's all investment, and none of it goes back to making everything better. Like they raise tuition every year, and we don't see it. We don't see any of that.
0: <laughs> we yeah, don't see any of that I know. at all. So. You see what tuition is. You see a motherfucker is paying, you know, 80, $90,000 to do four years of college. And then you find out that a lot of the people teaching them are making $25,000 a year. And you're like, well, where the fuck is this money going? I don't fucking you at Ohio state. I walk. I, I, you know, I walk by Ohio state a lot. I went to Ohio state and, and they're just constantly building new shit on campus. And it's like, guys, take a fucking year off or something and maybe throw some money to the employees yeah. that are
2: here. Yeah. some people, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, please. But what's the strike yeah. fund? Where can people right. donate?
1: So if people want to donate, they can do so at fair, forward slash support. That's also like our main website with, which has like all of the information about what's going on here, how much people are paid, what we're asking for. Bargaining updates. Um, Also, if people want to reach out and, like, talk to people striking, they totally should. You know, it's easy to find on Twitter. Everyone's happy to talk about it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's it's, it's super awesome to all the positive press and support we've gotten. Um, But we're going to need to keep going until they pay us because I hope that, like, this strike will, like, lift other people, you know, let, let other people know that they can do the same thing in their workplaces, cause it's, it's big, it's a big deal. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Academia is a fucked up industry and we gotta fix it as best we can.
0: <laughs> it absolutely is. It absolutely is. But I appreciate you calling and uh, please keep us yeah. up. Keep me updated. Call me again. Uh, I, I'm yeah. curious. I'll be I'll call- here for the next, um, let me look. I'll be here on Sunday nights uh well maybe not next sunday night i don't know i haven't decided yet probably though uh until the 18th will be the last show i do this year on a on a call-in show so give me a a, uh you know keep me posted please
1: yeah and also to your columbus listeners uh i also play music in a metal band uh and we're going to be in columbus on the 9th of december if anyone wants to come through at ace of cups infant island we're playing with liturgy it'll be cool come see your Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> December 9th. I'll try to get out there. It's a Friday. I don't work Fridays. Yeah. So maybe me and the I old lady can show lit. up. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I thank you for calling. Well, thank you. Be- a good one. bong. You too. You too. Oh, I'm going to answer the phone next. Yeah. They're striking down there in Cali. You know? Hopefully, I'll get i was gonna say hopefully they're still striking when i get down there you know if we decide to take a a trip out there uh but actually i don't hope they're still striking (laughs) that would be fucked up (laughs) i want them to still be striking and thank you for calling who am i talking to
4: hello hello how did i get bumped to the front of the line
0: I guess people hung up or something. I'm not really sure, but you're here. What, who am I talking
4: to? This is uh, Trace from Texas, AKA Dracula.
0: Oh, I know who you are. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I hey, I'm checking in. Uh, I am not coming to Texas anytime soon, but if I do, you'll be the first
4: to know, Trace. Hey, please do. Um, Lots of things have changed in the last four or five years. We all know that, but um, you're welcome anytime, and I'll, I'll I'll show you around.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, next year there's going to come a time, I think, where I decide to go out on the road again. But uh, I, I, you know, in my, I still don't know what I would do now if i if i did it so i'm i just i sit around and i think about it and one of these days i'll figure it out so uh what what's going on dracula you he
4: goes by dracula everybody i'm not gonna (laughs) make him fun of him dude that the the dracula thing is really funny because it was i don't know maybe like a year ago and i call in it's when y'all kind of screen. I don't know. It was like a different screening system. And I yeah. said, this was Dracula calling. And, um, so I guess it just shows up. That's who's calling every time now. Um, yes. So, but anyway,
0: yeah, I don't know why we got, we had the and, screening on. I I'm looking, I, I, I don't want it on. Although, uh, I mean, cause it didn't ever work. I don't think like, if somebody wants to get through, wanna just lie and get through. I don't, I'm not really sure that the screening of this thing where you just sort of leave a message and then the computer types it out. It's like, I, I don't know. I just don't think it ever worked. So I'm just like, fuck it. And you know what, Bubba the love sponge, Bubba the love sponge doesn't do it. So I'm not doing it either.
4: Right. Like, you know, I, I I can call in and say, you know, this is fucking uh Obama or Joe Brandon or whatever, so
0: And then end up being Hitler. And that would be a huge fucking problem Except, if Hitler right,
4: called exactly. this show. Totally, totally. No, right. Um, to, to tell to you the who-
0: truth. To tell you the truth, tra- Tracy, I would a hundred percent if Hitler called into this show, I'd fucking hang up on him. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think twice (laughs) about hanging up on Hitler.
4: It's the new, like, if you invented a time machine, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Like, if you had a podcast, would you hang up if Hitler called? That's like the new paradigm.
0: Yeah, and I would. I mean, I guess, like, I would have to find out what, I don't know, because, like, if you did have Hitler call into your show... And you're like, hey, uh, how's it go-? like? You know, how's it going? And he's like, oh, hey, I'm Hitler. It, I'd be like, why? Are you, why did you do that it, stuff?
4: A, as as anybody, I have with a clip an Austrian of, accent. You can pretty pretty much cut them off pretty soon. Austrian accent, so
0: yeah. I have a clip that Bubba the Love Sponge said, where he's like, uh, I have it on my phone. It's one of my favorite clips of of any of the shock jocks, and he goes like this. Uh, and I don't like Hitler. I think he's actually one of the biggest dicks that ever lived. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Bubba. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he was a big dick. He, he waited. important topic there.
0: Yeah. He's being controversial. So how's it going down there in Texas? Hey,
4: no, big up to, uh, my man, my, my, my people out there striking in California at the university of California system. I'm a former TA myself, went to graduate school here in Texas. Um that shit don't pay. <laughs> I think we made uh a little over a thousand dollars a month. Um it's not even like and what is that? Like it was just enough to just like afford the very, very basic, if I didn't live at home still, like I moved back down to central Texas and I moved in back to my mom's house to go to grad school. Like if I didn't live there, I don't know how I would do it. Otherwise back and this is like, uh, what year is this? 2022. This is over a decade ago at this point. And it's even worse now. I don't know. I mean, these these guys these ladies these non-binary binary folks at all universities across the country should be doing the same because they ain't getting paid shit for the amount of work to do i had professors like we it would be test day exam day and they had not literally prepared the exam and we would have to like go into their office the last like 30 minutes before class time and like help them create answers or questions and answers for the test and stuff and you know, proctor the exam and of course we're all grading the exams and stuff. You know, I I was a history grad student. And it's just like especially at places like California, you know, I was at lowly Texas State University and these Where's guys that? at like in <laughs> San Marcos, Texas, just south of oh, Austin like- about
0: well, can I ask miles, you this? Can I ask you this? I don't yeah. know if you'd know the answer to this. Is there a justification for paying them, paying them that little amount of money? Is that, do the, is, is there like, no, I've, I've always talked about, uh, uh, the, the lady that at the cable company who justified turning people's cable off because they, they made a, uh, they made a. Promise and they didn't follow through with their promise. Um, is there like a reason to pay people like poverty wages? Because twenty five thousand dollars a year is poverty wages. That's that's you can't live on that. That's impossible. So, are you supposed to have like a reason, partner?
4: I mean, the reason is capitalism, dude. I mean, I don't know how many times I've used you and Brett's little gift the means TV promotion about that's a capitalism. I mean, these systems as they exist um, would not, I mean, they're all about exploitation. I mean, that's the reason why most people, I mean, when I first started going, when I graduated high school and first went to college, between now, the people that graduate high school and go to college is a totally different thing. Uh, to get any kind of non-menial, uh, job or, or, or career you're expected to go to college and yeah, it, it's all about exploitation.
0: Yeah. I, I wonder if, yeah, it, it's something that always, it's interesting to me because generally they will have a justification for almost every job, right? Like they have the justification where like working at McDonald's sucks and it's fucking grueling. But it's supposed to be for teenagers, so too fucking bad. Hey, you know what I mean? And go, and or roofing is a really hard.
4: Um, yeah, go to McDonald's at eleven forty-five in the morning, like on your if say you get off a little bit early for lunch hour. Go to McDonald's and order a fucking uh, McRib or whatever. Right now, um, see who's serving you at McDonald's. It's not teenagers in my area it's hispanic ladies it's uh working i mean it's people that never went to college um and those people deserve i don't even know what they're getting paid right now but you know they deserve what we call a living wage is probably not even a living wage anymore they deserve at least that so i
0: I don't think we even know what a living wage is at this point it it, it really feels like there isn't it, 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 uh, I, I've talked about this in the past, um, when I was, you know, uh, probably about a year ago, I think, maybe a year and yeah. a half ago, where uh, uh, I started, you know, uh, I make pretty good money, not bad. Uh, you know, I, I guess you'd say I make about a middle class wage, and my wife makes about a middle class wage, so so we're okay. And there was this period of time, like six, like, like a year ago, year and a half ago, where it was like, wow, it looks like I dug my way out. You know what I mean? And it looks like <laughs> I am able to live comfortably. Yep. And then boom, whatever happened, fucking happened. That- and now inflation, I just went to the grocery store today and I gotta tell you, I have got to tell you, as I was scanning stuff, all I heard it was six dollars, six dollars. I was like, everything's fucking six th- why is everything six dollars? Yep. I was like screaming about
4: well, it. Don't. <laughs>
0: because everything's more Dude, what, just the,
4: double. I, we are involved every day in class warfare. People do not realize that by the prices that corporations set by monetary policy, by banking policy Um, The working people, the working class people, the poor people, the people that make this country run, that make the world run, that produces everything, that grows everything, that teaches our students, um, they're the ones responsible, and they get the shaft. Um, Ultimately, that's what we're all here about. I mean, we're all leftists, apparently. And well,
0: I'll say, I'll say this. When you look at something like, uh, uh, when you, when you hear about, you know, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, well, Elon Musk, uh, not as rich as he once was, but, uh, <laughs> he, he made him. one fuck really fuck bad him. investment.
4: <laughs> Jeff Bezos. But
0: I want to say this, like, like these guys are making more than ever. And then we're paying more than ever. So that fucking money is just going right into these fucking guys' pockets. That's what's happening to the money. Everything's fucking six dollars now because everybody all all these guys are making more money.
4: Yeah. And it's not even the Jeff Bezos' or the Elon Musk or the Koch brothers or the whoever. It's the other hundred people (laughs) that make up the so called one percent that are unseen and unknown, that basically rely on all of us uh, making money for them. I mean, somebody like the Sacklers,
0: somebody like the Sacklers who have so much money that they will never need money. No Sackler will ever be poor has wreaked countless amounts of, of, of havoc on this world and yep. they will, they're going to be generationally wealthy for, for, there isn't anything we can do. Oh, I mean, there's a few things we can fucking do. I'm no, not are, like
4: going to say them,
0: yeah. but there isn't anything we can, there do. <laughs> we can
4: do. Um, and, th- and that's really the point is there are things we can do. Um, as Americans, we have a century of, Conditioning and a, a completely evolved police state that prevent us from doing so. Basically, acting out in any way against it will mean at least jail time, possibly death. I don't have. I don't want to sound so severe, but that's really what it boils down to. And once it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't going to talk too much about it right here, but on, on the podcast or this Colin show, but.
0: Yeah, know, I, right? think, I think the thing with me is like, again, uh, the Sacklers are like my, my really big example because it's like, I, I think if you asked 100 people, 80 of them would say the Sacklers shouldn't have money. They shouldn't have like generational wealth for what they've done. Yeah. You know, and and eight, yeah. like 90, 10% of people might say, well, they worked hard and uh, they figured out how to sell heroin legally and they deserve to have. But it's like, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I think, you know, back in the day, back when I was in school, they, what you're kind of saying is something that they said. And, and it's just like, listen. You can get fired up about about Bezos or, or or Musk, and they're some of the richest people in the world, and they started out on third base or whatever. I I I I I think yep. I don't know. Fucking who knows? I don't no, know what Bezos al- always, comes from.
4: I always, heard yeah.
0: But but the the richest people, the 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 most nasty, are the ones that that are are. You know there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy, and wealthy means that you have this like generational amount of money that your family has never had to do anything and is never going to have to do anything, and all the people in the family get a trust and all of that fucking shit and that's what like that that's the thing that i I think about like often is like I don't think people know what rich is like no people don't even know what rich is like when you start looking yeah. at, there's a, there's a classic, like meme of like how much a pallet of how much, how big a pallet of a billion dollars would be. People don't people don't know that <laughs> shit. People you, don't know. Yeah. Pe- people don't know how many people are born. House. Yeah. And people don't know how many people are born and they never have to do anything ever in their lives. And then they're like, "Oh, you know, they went to Harvard and all this shit." And it's like, well, I would, I could have fucking gone to Harvard if, I, if my dad was a rich guy, you know. <laughs> like, I, I could have done any of that shit. But you know, it's so frustrating. I, I just, I fucking hate that shit. Also, uh, Psychic Gasoline said, "If Hitler paid a living wage, I still wouldn't like him and think he's still a dick." Yeah, me too. I mean, Hitler, I think, is just going to be one of the biggest dicks you can't name worse dicks uh but and yes i I know direct action gets the goods i just don't want to get ripped pulled off of uh online so i'm not going to say what i would like to have happen
4: yeah i mean honestly in the 30s and 40s in germany you probably actually made more than working class people in the western world these days so true it had to otherwise the socialist revolution so
0: sure well Tracy, thanks for calling. It's always good to hear from you. You're a sweet
4: person. Thanks, sir. One peace out to everybody. Uh five power.
0: Yeah. All right. We we are, yeah, I just got fiery there. Everybody, were you excited that I got fiery? It's been a long time since I got fiery because uh I'm generally an extremely negative person. <laughs> I answer the next call and hello who am i talking to tonight hey it's hank from los angeles california hank i thought you were dead so it's good to hear from you
5: i often wonder the same thing yeah i took a i took a few Is weeks hank off dead or I, did I, hank I, get, I, a I, <laughs> get a job get a job uh no no um yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I, I I also I was calling a whole bunch. I was calling every week, and I figured, you know, because of the, you know, I I thought I was supporting, you know, but I also realized I was maybe in the way. And I've been kind of in a, a bit of a, you know, trying to screw my head back on straight. I'm always battling my brain and the way my body works. So um, just, you know, took took
0: a few Me took, too, took a few
5: weeks off, but but here I am. Yeah, yeah it's
0: yeah, good man. Good to I hear from you. you. How you doing, it. man? How's life treating you?
5: Well. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm turning the corner maybe, you know, coming around, uh, all this talk about, uh, cost of living and stuff. And you know, when I was working at the young Turks, I was making around like 42 K a year as a video editor, maybe a little more than that with overtime. And I was, I was barely getting by. I, I, I just happen to have kind of a lucky apartment situation in terms of my rent. Like it's still over a thousand dollars a month, but I don't, I'm not, you know, I can, I can squeeze by. And my roommate is cool. If I miss, like, he, he's okay with me taking on rent debt. We've been, we're practically married. I've been, we, we've been together for like 10 years.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> you know? sweet though. So I, That's I, sweet. I, I'm, I'm Cause I wouldn't be, I'd be going nuts. I'd be like, that son of a bitch oh. Hank.
5: I don't blame him. I tell him all the time, kick me out brother. You know, but you know, we get along, right? We you know, we look out for each other, you know, we're, we're pals. We're, uh, we're, it is you know, nice. However, it, it, whatever.
4: I'm,
0: if you live with somebody, Yeah. If you live with somebody that you like, that is like really priceless. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, it's the same way. I mean, I've been living with my wife for like 20 years, maybe more than, than 20 years. Yes. Definitely more than 20 years. And, uh, you know, it's been, you know, my daughter's been here for 18 and you know, it's truly pleasant but there was a period of my life where i had roommates and stuff like that and it's like uh eh, it's kind of a hassle living with other people and their shit whatever their shit is
2: yeah
5: yeah uh, especially uh, none of them whom you're having sex with like i uh, i i'm very much past the roommate phase of my life i'm in my early 40s but i live in los angeles and i've uh, you know a, a burnout creative in los angeles you know so i'm struggling it's going to be a while. I got to make, I got to get some shit together before I can uh afford to live by myself or have a, like a partner, you know what I mean, like uh, get back into the dating pool and and uh and lock some poor person
0: down and uh, with me and you know. Yeah, hey. Um, you know, yeah. it it happens when it happens, you know. Actually, I yeah. I love it when I try to give like like I I've even had people message me about like dating advice and I'm like, dude, you're asking the wrong motherfucking guy about that because uh, I would have been terrible at it. Number one, and number two, I just never did it. I, I, you know, I've been with my wife since one year after high school.
5: Yeah. So your advice should be like, uh, well, you're going to be able to vote in a couple years, and you should, uh, you know, get a ride to the roller rink, um, borrow someone's car, or I don't know. I don't know how nineteen year olds date. It's been a while for me too. <laughs>
0: I didn't fucking remember, <laughs> I, don't I, you know, we saw the movie Rushmore together and the movie go, we saw go and Rushmore together. That's two dates I remember. And then on our one year anniversary, yeah, they're good date movies. Hey, you know, yeah, that's just true. me. I, she paid, but, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't have the kind of money to pay for that. And then on our one year anniversary, I went to the department store and I got a credit card and it gave me like a $200 limit which is come on so uh there was this mm-hmm. hotel by our house where we grew up it was like a high rise but not really like a high rise you know probably 20 floors it just it had a pool it was a Hilton and it it was tall you know you go up to the 10th floor or whatever like that and uh I got us a room for one night at that hotel and uh it was like we. I felt I felt rich, you know, and uh, we ordered pizza. It was just like, it seemed like such a rich thing to do. And then it's like, I never paid that credit card ever. And uh, it just kind of went away. That's that's a big lesson is like, if you just wait, they just go away anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, we stayed in a hotel. And then after that, it was kind of like, we moved in together. Uh, yeah, I've been talking about us moving out a lot lately cuz my daughter's 18 and uh I I truly do not I mean honestly she could stay here for the rest of her life I'd be happy with that I love it but uh yeah. um I'm like trying not I don't ever want to chase her out which I don't think she would ever perceive that but I'm like I'm I'm like I want to make it great to like live here you know so I'm trying to be like out of her business and stuff like that cuz I mean, she's going to college next year too, so she might be gone. Uh, being taught by somebody that makes twenty five thousand dollars a year.
5: Yeah, you, you you know you're obviously a pretty good dad. I'd say your daughter and you seem. I didn't listen to the episode with her, by the way. So hopefully, I'm not not uh, wrong here. But no, you got you you seem to have a great approach, and she will probably um you know like like those parents that are like, it's you you just turned eighteen, get the fuck out of here or. I heard mine. a story about a guy whose family you, was that you or I don't know. So, uh-huh. Yeah. It's all, I don't even remember what the story I heard was, but it's just like madness when people go real strict at that 18 year old, uh, thing that now, 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 or they start charging rent immediately and threaten to kick That's them out. Um, yeah. Oh no, the so one mine- I heard they were at a restaurant. They went to someone, they went to a restaurant with this person for their 18th birthday. And then they like embarrassed the, the 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 18 year old who didn't have money and i think was you know had disability like like and then forced that person to oh that they didn't let that person order because she wasn't going to be able to pay for herself at a at her own birthday dinner on on her 18th birthday some crazy shit like that um just but i think there's just so many uh, like maniacal old thinking in our culture through this work cult society that used to be or that kind of still is a slave empire you know this like the, the attitudes about work and about where people's value, uh, you know, sources. And I mean myself, like I, I was raised by like a conservative father, you know, m- you know, my mother wasn't really didn't have politics or something, but I, I sort of started with kind of an ambient conservative bent and, uh, I went to school for capitalism. I ran a business to, for most of my twenties and I've, uh, kind of, now I'm very, very far on the left and I'm open to being persuaded more. And, uh, uh, you know, every, t- every little bit of history I learned, it just is so clear that the, the way to kill a planet is for what Europe did to the world. And it takes about 600 years. You know, they colonized everything. They stole everything. They claimed up all the land. They enclosed every, everywhere. And, cap, you know, that was uh, it became our world we have now, where the only, um, you know, driving force is insecurity and fear and, and massive accumulation by those at the very, very top um, and using mass uh, manipulation of mass media now that we've got global interconnectivity and in all the uh, stuff. And they'll point at your air conditioner and say that that's proof that you're, you're actually just a spoiled baby. Meanwhile, your people are dying because they can't afford health care. Um, you know, I, let me I saw this, uh, I don't know if it's going to make any sense, but there was this uh, tw- uh, Instagram video of a turtle, a little cute turtle was on its back and, a bunch of, and there was a bunch of other turtles around it. The little turtle was flopping around. It couldn't it couldn't write itself. And of course, the other turtles come over and they flip it over. You know, you've probably seen it. Really cute. Adorable. We got it. We, we all feel good when we see that. But like what do humans do when when a human's on its back and it needs help? The people who can help that human charge that turtle money, like can you imagine one of those turtles was like, oh, good. Give me some fucking money before I flip you over. This is a great opportunity for me to like pad my bank account. because That's what happens in America. If somebody gets hurt, a rich person's going to get more rich. And that's absolutely fucking sick. Uh, and that's why I go ahead.
0: I, I think about that, that, you know, they call it the Protestant work ethic. And I, I think about like, I turned 18 and you know, uh, I didn't have a car because you know, my parents wouldn't let me have it. They wouldn't let me get one. They wouldn't let me get my driver's license until I got good grades. And, uh, guess what? I never got good grades. I mean, I got enough to graduate. You know but uh i always had like an f or a d on every report card because i hated school i didn't like doing it and um you know they they kind of uh they wouldn't let me get my license i turn 18 and they're like go get a job we need you to pay rent here and i'm like i i mean i don't have a car how do i get a job and they're like i don't know Fucking not my problem and uh so uh that's how i ended up getting kicked out i I was gone i was done at 19 they kicked me out i i just i didn't even know what i was supposed to do and i i don't think they did it i i mean i think my parents are fucking assholes but i don't even know if i think they did it to be assholes i think they might have done it because they think that they needed to teach me a lesson on what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to carry yourself in the world, but it's like, I, I, I don't think that that is some lesson that needs to be taught like immediately when you, when you get older, you, when you get to be 18, 19 years old. Like you can hold off on, on the tough love lessons for a while and maybe even just enjoy the fact, cause I'm enjoying the fact that, you know, uh, my kid's here, she can handle herself. She can do all of her own stuff. I don't have to do stuff for her. And I don't have to like be on top of her all the time, finding out what the fuck she's doing. She's an adult, she's 18 years old. I don't have to fucking do that. And that's what I wish my parents would have done. And my wife's parents actually did the same thing. They wanted to, you know, they were like, she's 18 years old and they're like, here's your curfew. This is when we went home. And I was just like, fuck that, move out. Like, fuck them. I'll tell you that there's a curfew because you're 18 and uh uh you still live at their house and then she left and you know you you get this thing where like why would you like want to have a bad like the way things are set up that type of thinking right that that type of thinking was like uh so harmful to our my parents generation Because they just fucking felt like it was something they had to do. I know when I was back on Facebook, hey, this is a Fred Durst hat, brother. Don't you yell at me about the Yankees. This is, I'm doing this for more of a, uh, I'm doing this for more of a Fred Durst reason. But thank you. Um, But anyway, I I just think like, I, I don't know. I hated like, I hated their way of doing things. And I find that like when I was on Facebook, a lot of the people I grew up with were doing the same fucking shit. And it it really made me crazy because it's just like, we know that is not the way to do things. We have like this whole generation of people who are depressed and anxious and shit like that. And we should fucking try to do something. You know, we should try to do something different, make people's life easier. You know, it doesn't have to be hard. And that seems to be the conservative The conservative, like, ethos is... No, it does. It has to be hard. That's the way life is. Life is hard.
5: Right. Like, video games, right? Like, hard video... Like, not everybody can finish the video game on hard mode. And there's a couple of psychos in the world. Like, uh, I would say... uh, What's her face? Elizabeth uh, Holmes, for instance. She seems to have, like, the mental construction... I think that whole story is incredibly interesting. But she's, like, tailor-made for capitalism. Sort of sociopathic. Uh, drive, uh, she obviously was willing to lie, all the, uh, willing to exploit people, willing to like string people along. Um, there's a lot more to say about that, but it's a whole different topic. I, I, but, like, some people are, do, do okay in this in this in this crazy-ass fucking society, because some people are pretty good at video games on hard mode. But, like, the insistence that everybody else has to also play on hard mode, on the hardest possible settings, when we could have... We, we actually have the ability to make this planet easy mode. This is a, I, I really think of Earth as heaven. Like, they're really... Especially, like, there's, we're not going to get better than this planet. It's a beautiful, amazing thing, floating around a sun. Uh, you know, it's just, and, and we're going to let these capitalist vampires kill the plant or kill the habitability of humans um, because they want to have money in millions of years. Uh, like you, were, you guys were, sorry. Like, I'll, be, I'll just ramble for another minute. Then I know you want to say something. These, the, the money that the capitalists are accumulating are. Like, what is that dollar? What is, what is the $4 billion doing in a Cayman Island account or in, value, you know, in a stock valuation or whatever else? It's, it's, it's not serving that person. It's not getting spent. It's not circulating through an economy in any kind of way. The actual utility of that dollar is that it's preventing a poor person from reaching the, base, the minimum basis of their human rights and their human needs. And in order to, to maintain leverage, over them when it comes to compelling labor from them or from preventing them from having the energy or the wherewithal to stand up and, and demand for a better world and organize because not everybody can work and not, not everybody should fucking have to work. You know, like I, the, the, the amount of work we actually have to do in order to sustain a really like wonderful world filled with abundance. And I don't mean like we all live in luxurious mansions, but I mean we have abundant social connections and abundant warmth and abundant love and abundant, uh, you know, Uh, security in terms of knowing that you'll have help when you need it because only the wealthy are allowed to access that kind of abundance and it's absolutely enraging. Sorry, I got to get back to doing my podcast. I just get excited to talk. Go ahead, Brian, your turn. I
0: I will say, and this was something I was thinking about earlier too, and I fucked up and forgot where I was at, but I think that two things that, that are never, that I think need to change and that are, are never going to change or, or, or I feel, you know, negative, thinking about it because it just is something that, uh, it just feels like something that's a little bit, uh, uh, hard to express. And one of those is again, the, the 7% pay increase is like, we just got to do away with that. That it's not helping anybody. It has to be 10% or more in order to make a living, a difference in somebody else's life. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because, and the reason you bringing up Elizabeth Holmes had me thinking too, now she's an insanely privileged person. You know, she all that stuff. I'm, I'm saying she was wrong and yeah. she committed fraud and, and, and fuck some people's lives up and shit like that. I will say they gave her 11 and a half years in prison. And it's just like, when are we going to sit down and look at like sentencing too? like everybody gets like more than a decade. And and like uh uh somebody on Twitter and I wish I could remember who it was because it was incre it was a really incredible thing to say. But like that that when another country sentences somebody to 3 to 5 years, Americans are like that's it. And it's like dude, there is almost no crime that should be more than 2 years. <laughs> like there's and and that's the way i think about raises too you know we are so stuck in a time when when shit was just going up and up and up and up and money stayed down and prison sentences just keep going up further and further and further 11 years for fucking lying and again she's privileged but what does that say about people that don't have money or live you know they we should people should be getting Like if you do fraud and you fucking yeah. I mean, but even minimum security prison is like prison. It still sucks. Uh, and also, uh, yeah. White collar criminals that fuck people's lives up. Don't need to stay in a nice little place. They can go to the same place and do their amount of time. I hate the idea of, I hate the idea of people spending a decade or more in prison for like almost anything, you know, so I don't know uh, that just I, came up well that's part that, of it, but
5: yeah, that shows the punishment that's because they wanted to punish her for eleven years, not actually serve society, so like rehabilitative uh uh ex- um exile or what, uh, what's the word word exclusionary you know. It, Somebody does something the society says you're not allowed to do. We're going to ex- we're going to exclude you from society for a little while. Uh, but in a re- rehabilitative model, you get therapy, you get uh, all kinds of training. You have, uh, you know, uh, develop some like maybe get to be able to do some personal growth that you hadn't been able to do. There's there's also flaws with those models as well. Uh, leading towards aboli- abolition of prison is, is, is certainly what we should be shooting for. Yeah. Um, although I am for putting um, wage thefters into prison for more than ten years, that would be great. I'd like to see some CEOs I mean, I would behind throw those them fucking in a cages. Fucking volcano, but, to tell you
0: the truth, It would be a volcano
3: yeah, situation.
5: I, I agree. I criminalize wage theft, um, but like for, with Elizabeth uh, Holmes, it's not like uh, that. That that sentence is designed to uh, make sure she doesn't uh, commit another fraud. It's not like she's going to pull off the same scam. You know what I mean? You, she's going to have to go get hired and go work with other partners and now that she's famous she'll be able to monetize it off her fame which is another great and thing that's for another thing world. she'll be able to write books and and sell her rights to her story and all that kind of stuff
0: oh go of ahead. course of course and that's another thing too it's it's sort of like like uh uh i just i i i watched a doc about this fucking this fucking cop which by the way I don't care if he rots for the rest of his life, but it was in one of those Norwegian countries and uh uh they uh, it, it's they accused him of doing some shit. I don't even know what the fuck it was. But like um but uh he he got like 10 years and there was like outcry in this Norwegian country like 10 no, he got 20 years, which was the maximum sentence they said that's the maximum sentence anybody can ever get is 25 years or something like that. And I'm like, that's, that's the right way to be doing shit because like we, we just, I mean, they throw poor people away in a deep, dark warehouse prison hole and you know, yeah. they're not getting less than 10 years ever. It's fucking nuts. It is, you know, it, I, don't, I, I, uh, um, Oh yeah, Scarab V said they let Varg record albums in prison for murder in Norway. That is true. I did see that. They they were just they they're like, hey, you want to learn to cook? Do it. But you know what? That means when they get out, they got some shit to do. Like they get out, they learn to cook, and then maybe they can live a life. We don't set that up in this country. You fuck up and you're fucked. Your whole life is just fucked after it, you know?
5: Yeah. Disposing of people, writing them up. Um a lot of that, that comes out of the hyper individualism that, uh, you know, is baked into everybody's brains, which is completely um, dis- destabilizing because nobody can ever think of systemic uh, reasons. Um, but, you know, for instance, there is like a, a, a examples of exceptions. Like, I don't know the guy's name. He was a shooter in Norway, killed 50 something people. Uh, really, really uh, bad dude. And they had them away. I think the, the thing was, and forgive me if I'm missing the details, but I believe it was like 20 year sentence and then they could renew a 20 year sentence if they chose to. Um, I, I think you could make an argument for excluding someone who, sh- who murdered 50 something people for the rest of their life. Uh, you mm-hmm. might be able to make an argument that, that they, they might be safe to go back on the streets after 10 years too. That's the kind of thing like a, a, a government has a responsibility to find the exact balance. That's obviously sort of an outlier case. Um, I don't even in right. a utopian society, I think there's still going to be the occasional need to say to protect people in our world. We have to exclude this person. And that means that this person does not get tortured. They do not get treated terribly. They should. There was actually I remember a news story about I, I want to say his last name was Brevik, Anders Andres Brevik or something um, oh, where yeah. he was upset because his PlayStation was like or he he wanted a better video game system. And of course, to Americanize, that sounds like an absolute crazy Uh, you know, thing that a a prisoner is even allowed to have access to a a video game system, let alone complain that they're not getting a good one. The point I care about in terms of this sort of extreme one is that give them, who cares? As long as the guy can't kill anybody, as long as the person is not in society um, and hurting people, let them live a life of comfort. Let them live a, of you know, relative, not, not, don't, don't put them up in the, in the Louvre or the, you know, or actually that would be funny. I should, they should put prisoners in, in like the Queen's Palace. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there are, I, I don't know. Sure. Maybe you can't stand. <laughs> maybe, I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah.
5: But like in our, in our world, we, we think of it, it for us as punishment because it's about the demented psychology of a, of a, of a terrified uh, colonizer brain, you know, like we, we the European uh, people invaded these lands, slaughtered them and the ent- every single generation, as we expanded across these continents, uh, North and South America, they were filled with fear because we knew we deserved to be sh- killed by the people who were killed, who, who uh, we were afraid of, not just the victims. We were uh, we imported to force them into bondage and slavery, but the people, the indigenous folks who had every right to shoot you with an arrow because you had no business stealing their land. So fear is baked mm-hmm. in to the American brain. Uh, I, I well, see it. It I, just seems so, so apparent. Um, I see it in my dad who grew up in, you know, he's a conservative guy, loves, loves his guns. Um, I, the more you learn about history, the more it seems just like this whole, everybody in this goddamn society is tormented by the crime of uh, the lasting crime of colonialism and capitalism and the fear that's baked into our psyche and getting rid of that is so hard. It's so, it's so I, hard, especially these days where also, we nothing, nothing. I also fear. think
0: when you're seeing punishments and stuff like, like as high as they've been, like, I mean, that is technically sort of the government or the state or capital saying what should happen to somebody if they're transgressive I guess and uh you know maybe I was transgressive enough although like you know with my parents one of the real big issues I had was that like uh they wouldn't they like wouldn't let me do things if that makes, like, like I wanted to I wanted to do this thing where you go to school a half a day and then you go to work. And my dad's like, no, you're too good for that. And it's like, I'm not actually, I'm fucking here struggling. I can't do this. This isn't my type of thing. I just wanna literally do anything else. I wanna go learn how to work on cars. No, nope. And, and they just didn't want me doing, I mean, they really just didn't want me doing blue collar work. I, I think they maybe felt shame if, if we went into blue collar work in a way to me, like, like they had failed, which is, you know, another weird sort of working class thing. I've heard you out talk, there.
5: Yeah. I've heard you talk about that before. Um, and I actually have a kind of a comparable, uh, cusp of class division or cl- being on the class divide. Like, um, I, I actually was very lucky to have my college paid for in the late nineties. When I went to school, um, I had a, a relative who had, uh, then a uh, successful business person exploiting workers for profit, and um, they gave like they, the money trickled down. The guy had a, a million or something bucks. Uh, at one point, was the largest jewelry store in Iowa, which is pretty goddamn impressive. And so it was a ju- it was the jewelry business. Um, and I had uh, around forty five thousand dollars to spend on college, and it was enough to afford a state school education. And I was very fortunate not to not to have school uh, student debt that. Um, but uh, during like growing up, we also uh, were on food stamps for a, a good stretch. And I was like a, um, a, uh, scholarship kid at a, uh, like a fancy pants, uh, you know, upper class school that for some reason, my mother, you know, my mother was dealing with like, uh, unregulated mental illnesses and stuff like that. <laughs> so she, and she she was working at the time at a, as a cashier at a grocery store and she chatted up the headmaster of the school about her amazing sons. And she got us in there, so we were like the poor kids at like a rich kid's school for a little while and, and then they kicked us my out in the middle. Sucks. But yeah it, was, <laughs> yeah, it was goofy. It was just goofy. And um, so, yeah, I, I've kind of been on uh, various sides of the sort of wealth divide, but I, I, I very much understand kind of what you're saying about like things being beneath or, above, or below you. Um, you know, I was doing Postmates in Los Angeles for a few years and like, you know, I'm in my late 30s now I'm in my 40s, but this is a, years back. I, you know, I was so humiliated about that, like the class. Kind of brain the thinking of that and i have a, a very obsessive mind i actually discovered that i'm autistic this year by the way that's one another thing i've been oh. kind of uh, reeling from um i learned i was autistic uh this earlier this spring which is uh, uh, honestly that explains so much about why i've struggled in the last several years i've been in severe autistic burnout
0: and <laughs> i had no idea
5: um uh, so I'm i i need to, I need and,
0: to uh, say yeah. something to the chat here uh real quick Crust said hey, uh, my favorite my favorite thing living in Indiana is the meth heads that are like pro killing drug dealers. It's so nuts. And then Scarab's Feast said, cursing your dealer is normal addict mindset. And I want to agree with Scarab's Feast. If you heard the things that I said about my old drug dealers, uh, I would seem like an enormous asshole. Like I, I, if I was still fucking on on pain pills, I'd probably, be like, yeah, we got to kill all the drug dealers cause they fucking suck and they won't answer my calls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
2: well, I, I mean, I they're, think they're, they're...
5: <laughs> go ahead.
0: I, I just think like the, the, the punishment thing is the thing that like fucked us all up. And I think it's the thing that makes us all fucking kind of anxious and shit like that. You know, uh, my daughter is kind of a, uh, oh uh, I got crust monk wrong uh uh but you know what I mean I just like being a pro-cop criminal yeah I mean that's like a thing that like uh uh he he was saying like being pro-cop and and I'll say this like I used to go to I was just when I was out in Gatlinburg I saw a lot of kill your local drug dealer shirts so I totally get it I get I I totally 100% get it I just I, I I was just joking around. I, I just cursing my drug dealer was like fifty percent of my day uh back in like two thousand two and three and four. <laughs> every, but uh every Hank,
5: bar owner is a drug dealer.
0: Yeah, they're not too bad. But I'm gonna say this. No, I'm just Hank, saying
3: that logic
1: is
0: Yeah. Hank, it's been fun talking to you Go. again. Call you can call back anytime, dude. I like regulars. So you're okay. good man you're okay yeah.
5: you are and, and, you are too uh i, I just let me say uh, someone in the chat want to know about the cat I, I have adopted a cat i rescued this little stray and uh and i have a lot to say about that but she's doing great killed it. she's real sweet oh. yep oh she'd see yeah hank didn't kill I sometimes I see, heart and I see if she notices it's really fun
0: does she notice she noticed you cutting gassers not in there? yet okay Nope. Well Not Hank I'm I to talk good to you again. All right. Feel 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 Bye, free my to call anytime. Good night. Good all night. Right. Good night. Hi. That's fun to hear Hank. That's fun to hear. That's fun to hear from Hank everybody. He's a He's a good old sweetie pie. Uh it took some time off and now we're all back. We're all back working together. Let's take another call here. Hello there. <laughs> You
3: are Hello? talking hey. to. Hey, Brian. this is Dave yeah. in
0: Orlando. What's up, Dave? Oh, How I'm you so doing? Sorry I didn't
3: mean to interrupt. This is uh, Brian.
0: This is Brian.
3: I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm all over the place, man. First time, long time. Uh, discovered your podcast. I want to congratulate you on a great October, and oh. I absolutely loved it.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a fun year. I think the new thing's really fun too, actually. I just released my first episode of Gutshot. Uh, a podcast yeah, yeah. where I've been we listening
3: to that. I heard that one. It was amazing. Like, it's like, so I'm fun. excited to see what comes from that. Dude, how, I gotta tell you,
0: it is literally one of the most crazy things to hear a guy bomb in front of an audience that specifically came to see him. It is just, for me, I, I love doing Shocktober and uh, I'll always do it. But hearing a guy bomb in front of an audience that, that came to see him is, that's like right in my sweet spot. Makes me feel great. So uh, thank you. Thank you for liking it. I so appreciate
3: So That's one thing that I'm really confused about with the latest episode of Shocktober. I've listened to it. And, or excuse me, uh, Gutfeld or what, what do you call it? Gut shut, whatever it's called. Yep. But, um, yes. uh, it, 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 is it, is it, does he have a live audience in there or is it like the producers going like, whoa, or whatever? No, it's a live audience. That
0: That is a no, live I, audience. I, I understand <laughs> where you're coming from there thinking it might be what he did on right. red. Eye. know he's got a studio audience and, uh, I mean he's just eating shit. like the people that are coming to see him aren't reacting to his jokes because they're bad they're like not good jokes either
3: right yeah it's not funny i i uh, i'm familiar with the environment that's awesome that they're just like pulling people from craigslist to uh come see this guy's show in new york
0: yeah yeah i i gotta somebody asked what shocktober is liam in the chat said what is shocktober Go to patreon.com slash Shocktober is a yearly thing that I do as a season. Uh, I do a season every October and I do a, a couple of episode, I, I do episodes every few months during the year and I'm going to start doing more streams of it. But uh, I don't know how old you are, Liam, uh, or where you're from, but uh, there were radio DJs in the United States that were all over the country called shock jocks and they were just extremely fucking like uh, uh, offensive and nasty guys. And uh, I cover five or six of them every year and kind of just talk about them and what makes them nasty. So uh, yeah, so that, that's all. <laughs> that's what Shocktober is. Streetfight patreoncom slash Radio, And uh, I promise you'll like it, it's very fun. Even if you've never heard of a shock jock ever, uh uh, and you don't know what it is, I think that like people who had never heard of them before, uh, you know, they end up being like, These are some fucking insane guys. I I didn't even know this was happening. So that's all. That's my pitch. And and I think people will like it. But uh yeah, the the Well, the I called in shot. to uh,
3: talk about the pitch. No, no, no. no. Specifically, The last episode of A Shocktober, Mancow, you know, everybody loves him. And I wanted to bring something up that I feel like you glazed over or missed. I don't know. Um, But uh, interesting thing in preparing for this phone call, it looks like Mancow has scrubbed all his, uh, uh, what is it called, Monday morning madness, and they're gone. Thankfully, he yeah, left I think he the moved one, him, so I want to point, excuse me. I think he moved to rumble. That's
0: I listened to a lot of them on rumble this year. Uh, he seems to be I see. saying that he seems to be saying that he can't work on YouTube anymore because of all the censorship. The third in charge at Yelp told him that, uh, he has never seen such shadow banning as it is with him. So. He's he's putting the new <laughs> stuff up. You got to go to Man Cal's microaggressions and then go to videos.
3: Yeah, no, uh, I went there and I was looking. You no, know, like tonight I was looking there and I'm like, I, I gotta bring up this one trip, this one one little clip, and thankfully it's the one that's still left up from what I've seen, and it's like. Um, uh Robert Davi I believe the guy that made the, yeah. the Hunter's Laptop Up movie whatever it's called yeah. and and and, yeah. and 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 the most amazing thing to me that you missed out is that um, he's he's fucking hitting a bowl in the first 3 minutes like, like, oh, yeah. like this guy's a radio professional yet he's on camera smoking some weed you know yeah. and it's like it's like I'm cool with it but like it's oh, <laughs> like, like, like like this this jerk you got working in Florida doing your video and audio and shit it's like this guy's been a radio broadcaster for like how many years you know i love I, I i remember listening to him on 911 and it's like okay and then yeah here he is smoking some weed
0: yeah i mean yeah i think he's trying to be cool there, he likes to show that he smokes weed. He brings it up sometimes. I think I disagree. I disagree, I disagree me,
3: completely. I think it's uh, uh uh like it's just bad production.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, this guy in Florida doesn't know what he's doing. I will say that Nudie. Uh, I I I think he's just a fan, and that's one of the things I find funny about the cow is that uh, he could afford to hire somebody to do the job. But I guarantee this dude's doing it for free. So,
3: uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I totally agree. But I, I just wanted to point your listeners to that. It's like, it's, it's, he, again, I, I checked his YouTube channel during Shocktober, and now all the videos are gone. And uh, there's this one, and it still highlights the point that I wanted to make on this show. He <laughs> like, was like, oh, cool. You pulled all the bad ones and then uh, left that one up.
0: Yeah, the weed one. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, uh, uh, well, he, he did pull you, a lot of
3: them. He just taking Holy a shit. hit before. It, be, be, like, like it seems to be every show was like that, but that was like the uh, most offending incident, I should say.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking. He did take a lot of them off. Thanks for hipping me to that. Now I'm going to have to go uh, download them all from from rumble. So I don't miss out next time. He's been replied, yeah, dude. Do Elon you think Musk he too. like,
3: uh, heard your show? No,
0: nah. He, he is one that, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I believe Anthony Cumia probably knows about the show. Um, I believe. Oh, that, I see. Uh, yeah. There's a few of them, but I, I, I don't like man, count gives a shit about me or, or i love it man dude i message
3: you when i subscribe to the patreon man i want that turd 316 shirt
0: okay well uh, maybe i'll send it to you uh just remind me when i gotta go get it it's at the office i haven't okay. brought it home yet but uh you <laughs> we'll
3: find it man <laughs> yeah. well thanks for calling and and again i'm sorry to hear about the the uh the break-in incident and all that kind of stuff man i think
0: that's okay i'll be all right we'll live uh but yeah it did suck it did suck quite a bit so all right i'm gonna take this next call you have a you have a pleasant yeah man evening. that's
3: all i got take her easy okay. bye bye peace
0: all right everybody this is the last call i freed up the line if somebody if, if if you want to call, I'll probably get to you. But uh, you know, we'll see what this call gets up to. Hello, you're talking to Brian, you're the last caller. So if you're on the phone, you're you're the one that's up.
6: Hey, what's up, Brian? It's uh Greg from Phoenix.
0: What's up, Greg? How's it going? From where?
6: From Phoenix. Uh oh. we've uh we've talked a few times before on uh Twitter.
0: I swear to you on my life, I swear to you, I thought you said Venus. And I was like, I just wanted to make (laughs) sure because I was gonna goof on you if you said Venus, but then you said Phoenix. No, no. Yeah. Well, at first I thought you said Venus. And then after I thought you said Venus, I thought you said penis. And then my brain was wow. And you know, technically we're all from a penis, so.
6: Well, you know what's kind of funny is uh, I was recently at a K pop concert with my wife. I took her for her birthday because she's into, you know, K pop music. And the K pop musicians on stage, when they were talking about Phoenix, one of them called it Phoenix. And it sounded exactly like Penis <laughs> in front of, you know, the stadium of like 15,000 people. And everyone just completely see? lost their shit and started cracking up. It's uh, ATs. It's like a kind of more of a punk, I guess, Korean pop band, but yeah.
0: Uh, I'm in a chat it with was a, a good bunch show. of K-pop I mean, I don't...
6: fans. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, I don't. Uh,
0: I'm
5: not like yeah,
6: a huge he... K-pop fan, but you know, I enjoy any live music. It's all, it's all a good show. It's still entertaining. Oh yeah. You
0: know? Oh yeah. I'd go see any band. well that's not true. I, you know what? If I was in my 20s, I'd have gone and seen any. I've seen russian concert, like. Just imagine me standing at a Rush concert. It's wild to even think oh, yeah. about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah I'm I, I, I mean, into way different I'm, kind of
6: music than me. But you know, it's good to always <laughs> expand your
0: eyes. That kind of stuff. And yeah, me and my wife are into different shit. I mean, we like. She likes some of the same stuff, but like, she's more into like regular ass music, like like the classic rock shit right before I I came to record, I went in the bathroom and she was listening to these eyes by the guess who. So, uh, she's a huge, she's a huge fucking, uh, uh, just, you know, that kind of thing. But I know a band, I do know a band and I'm trying, I do, I do have a bunch of friends that listen to K-pop. They like Blackpink and BTS.
1: Uh,
0: and what we have in common is wrestling. We like wrestling. But yeah, I know a few I know a few uh, K pop fans and I'm always just like, do have I heard of them? Have I heard of the band that you saw? And no, <laughs> I have not.
6: Uh, that's that fine. I'd I hadn't heard great. of them either until I went to the concert. But, yeah, I was <laughs> calling in um I had a a Dare story if you were, if you're interested.
0: I am. I'm absolutely interested in a dare story.
6: But I haven't I haven't heard one on the show in a while, so I figured I'd i call him this my one I have is when I was a kid, uh, I was going to you know, I was in elementary school in the nineties the and dare was huge and uh the dare officer came to the school and did the whole whole speech and watched the cartoon with the rabbit dripping on acid and all that stuff. But then we all had to write an essay about like uh why we're gonna stay off drugs, why we're not gonna do drugs. And this was I don't remember exactly because I was so young, but I know it was either second or third grade I was in and I was a very poor student. I was like barely passing. My mom was worried I was going to get like held behind or something. And I'd later learned that I like, uh, gotten tested for ADD and like been diagnosed with it, but she didn't want to put me on medication. she just never told me until I was like 25. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I had to write this essay, but I couldn't do it. So she had my sister do it for me, who's one year older than me, who she's like was a really good student. She's an honor roll student in every, every class. But, uh, she wrote this essay for me and I turned it in and got an A plus. My teacher was stoked about it because, you know, I wasn't a very good student to begin with. And, uh, it got entered into a contest for like the whole county and it won. It won first place. So, I had to go to this other elementary school and read it to this giant, like, auditorium full of people <laughs> who were all there. And I was, uh, you know, not very old. So it was very nerve wracking because, you know, I was like, the time I was like, isn't this wrong? And my parents were just like, just do it. Come on, you know. It just did. So, uh,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> they were
6: like, it "Just don't do count. it. It doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, none of this counts.
6: But it was very funny. I, I had to read this whole like essay that my sister wrote to this whole whole crowd of people, and the end of it is like, "I'm gonna dare to stay off drugs," but yeah, I didn't end up staying off drugs later in life. But uh, I wouldn't write that's the, my my one dare story. <laughs>
0: I don't think I wrote the essay. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I think we had sort of the same thing, but I think I either skipped writing the essay, or I did. I, I was like really weird when I was in fifth grade. I think I knew I was gonna do drugs. Like there wasn't this thing that I—I I don't think I was ever in my mind like I'm gonna stay away from those. You know, like immediately.
6: I think I, when was, I heard like, about. I was as a little kid, and I think Dare changed that because when I saw like the rabbit was like going to this crazy rainbow wonderland, I was like, "Whoa!" I thought drugs was like, you know, if you do them, you just die because that's what my parents had told me at that point. <laughs> that is like, fucking is wild. I don't think I saw the.
0: I don't think I saw the Dare what? Rabbit. I'm looking it up right now because, uh, no, we're not Rare Dare dare all right i'm looking it up here
6: i think it was a rap but i don't know i'm just i'm going off my memory i just remember this there was definitely a cartoon about like that was Dare that was trying to get you to stay off drugs and i, was,
0: I see it i see it
6: there was some holy like cartoon fuck. character tempting the children
0: <laughs> holy fuck! i found a bunch of them we're gonna have to watch one of these soon we'll, we'll we'll watch one of these on a stream because i don't think i ever saw the dare anti-drug cartoon uh, maybe it came oh, out wild, like, man. you gotta watch it, but I see, uh, yeah, cause I know you're cartoons. like, you're a bit
6: older than me, so it might've been a, a few years after you were out of the, the schools or whatnot.
0: Yeah. There could have been a few different ones too that like, uh, I don't, I, I, I mean, it, I, maybe I missed one. I, there's a bunch of them. There's a boy, the boy who was swallowed by the drug monster, uh, the dare rabbit cartoon. Uh, yeah, there's a few of them. We'll, we'll we'll take a look at one of those one week. I think I'll, I'll, maybe I'll pop in here and and we'll fucking watch one of those because I've never heard of it, but it sounds incredible. If it's a rabbit doing psychedelics, and that was one of the big mistakes of Dare, I think. Uh, there's two mistakes I think of Dare. One, uh, unnecessary, actually, in fifth grade, to tell kids that there's these these medicines or these these completely things out there. Yeah. like what do I got to know about heroin you know (laughs) and it's like uh so they're telling you that that's the first like completely unnecessary thing because you're almost hipping me to it and they always did make it seem fun like they always made it like like you said they go to a rainbow place and 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 all this stuff's going on it's like why wouldn't I want to feel that way I I don't fucking get it and I think I just you know They sort of hipped me to what it was and what it was going to be. And and I think in my mind, I was just like, I got to try it. I at least got to try it. You know, maybe I'm not going to do it my whole life, but I want to try it. At
6: least once, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I did. uh, No, I was, uh, calling in. I was actually on call today for my work, but. The weather is so nice here. There's no calls, so I just got to chill at home all day, which is nice. Got a you bunch of errands done, bucks. you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and you, well, do you get paid for being is- on call.
6: I don't get paid unless I get called in, but I get a extra, like an extra fifty dollars per call or something like that.
4: So uh, we, which we I got get hourly, like which. I
0: don't remember what we got, like 80 a day, $80 a day or $50 a day or some shit. And then our regular rate. So, it's kind of nice. Well, Ooh, the, nice thing, nice.
6: the nice thing about my current job is the only on-call we have is we all rotate Sundays. So, you have to work, like, one Sunday a month. But you're only on-call from, like, 8 to 4. You're not, you know, you don't have to go out in the middle of the night or whatever or anything like that. And there's no other days where last place i worked they'd like you know try to call you at 10 o'clock at night and get you out to to run calls and that kind of stuff yeah they that's how but, it was at
0: the cable company it's like you had to be available at one in the morning it's like this is bullshit i ain't doing
6: this <laughs> oh I, yeah i didn't really and i know um, I, were you talking about it was like piece rate right for the cable company too
0: no i didn't make piece right. I i was hourly Uh, but right before I started, it was peace rate and they, the, the guys that worked for peace rate were always like, man, it's fucking sick working for peace rate. This new hourly thing sucks. I'm making, I'm not making as much money. And I was like, I always fucking miss out on the cool shit.
6: Oh, really? Uh, the last job I had was peace rate, but it was like kind of shitty because you'd only get, you know, uh, one hour for like a call and you're expected to be there at least during an hour or so, but you weren't paid for driving in between any of the calls and you'd have like 45 minute drives. So you'd work like eight hours. And unless you, you made commissions on stuff, you wouldn't, you didn't get paid anything. But that's fucking yeah, hilarious. a lot of places here are all just super commission based and, and piece rate where like, I know a, a place I was looking at when I was applying for different jobs was paying $65 an hour. But then when I went to the interview, they're like, oh, it's piece rate. And I was like, well, how much do you get paid for a call? And they were like, uh, 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you could make $65 an hour. It's conceivable. that yeah, you could. That it could yeah. have been, but you're not going to.
6: Well, but no, the but thank whole you piece for calling in. a huge scam. Oh yeah, yeah
0: for sure, it. man. It was a, I ta- and it was nice to talk to you. I, I'm going to get this lat. I got another call, so we're going to take this call and I'm going to go to bed. Ooh. All
6: right. talk to you later, man.
0: Bye. All right. Hop in. What's up?
2: Uh, hey Brian, this is Nathan Collins from Oregon.
0: What's up, Nathan? How's it going in Oregon?
2: Oh, pretty well. It's uh, dry, but we don't have—that means we don't have the cloud blanket. So that means it's fucking freezing.
0: And it's cold here too. It's like twenty-eight right.
2: degrees. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the reason I called is a little uh, Shocktober inspiration. Uh, Let's hear it. So. Like uh, like you, you know, listening to uh, listening to Rush and listening to Stern in your cable car, you know. Uh, when I was doing maintenance on uh, uh, draft beer lines in Austin, Texas, uh, you know, I had to drive from bar to bar, spend a lot of time in my car, and in Austin at the time, you know, Alex Jones was the daytime call-in. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I like the thing that I love about your show, I, I listen to majority report and you know what, what y'all, what you Alex Jones and majority report all have in common. is you take calls, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's, nice. that's just my thing. So, uh, anyways, you know, that shows only three hours long and there's all sorts of other crazy shit on the station after, uh, ol AJ goes off the air. And so I just wanted to, uh, uh see if you're familiar with uh any of the like kind of smaller smaller call-in shows that aren't necessarily in the Shock Jock milieu one of them that I that I particularly had in mind was this show called Rule of Law Radio uh which was this like crazy it, it was this like a sovereign citizen law show that basically just told people how to use admiralty law to uh you know beat foreclosures or evictions <laughs> uh, oh i'm looking at just, it uh, the
0: djs look sick
2: yeah Randy yeah, Kelton, yeah yeah Debra yeah
0: stevens and eddie craig oh
2: my Ooh, god Randy so Kelton. they're just like excellent crank energy so you know they 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 didn't have uh you know they they didn't have the same comic energy as your as your man cows and such does but they do have like plenty of cuckoo ideas themselves and callers
0: i might have to listen to this i might have to give it a quick a listen one of these days because these guys look exactly like the type of people i'd like to hear uh reclaiming our future (laughs) with scripture truth law fundamental principles and comedy oh comedy all right you got me you fucking got me rule of law and it's member of the logos radio network so that's a pretty famous one so this alex jones was on a community radio station like me i don't think we are anymore oh
2: yeah man he 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 was on a his uh his tower got moved like twice when i was in there because they just uh, the people stopped carrying him. By the time I left Austin, uh, I think he was essentially pirate on, on his, uh, AM and FM. Some, some like a uh, rich dentist, just let him like put a transceiver on, uh, on his office building in the West Hills.
0: That's, that's pretty cool. I I mean, the, the way, Oh my God, uh, help us achieve our goal. Uh, Jay oh, give me one second here. Jason, can I share my screen? All right. I'm about to share my screen so you guys can all see this because it's a pretty incredible website that I think you're all gonna love. Uh all right. So we're all good, Jason. Everybody can see what I'm doing here. Oh, there it is. There it is. We're here. They can see it. I can see oh just oh it went behind me maybe oh i know what happened (laughs) i was in there checking on it now they can see it um pretty pretty cool website here uh um they got young longevity pro line uh and but the thing i wanted everybody to see is help us achieve our goal for the logos radio network fundraiser by participating in our one dollar per month challenge first place I think it's a fundraiser. I can't really figure it out. First place, Spikes Tactical AR-15, sponsored by Central Texas Gunworks. Uh, The Logos Challenge. Who can't afford $1 if only a small fraction of our listeners donate $1 per month, we could easily reach our goal. If only a small number donated three to five per month, we could spend. So I think they're giving out guns, it feels like, or some sort of thing. It is a pretty wild website here. The Logos Radio Network. So... I don't know. If y'all want to get involved with that, you can see what it's like. But that that's incredible. I need to look at that more.
2: That sounds like the best way to defend against the foreclosure, if you ask me.
0: It's it is good. You just get the gun. It's a gun cast some (laughs) scarab's feast in a chat said gun casting. It's uh pretty fucking wild. Wow. We gotta look at the logos radio now. I'm gonna have to learn about these fucking people. It's uh, a L-O-G-O-S. It's the worst website anybody's ever seen in their entire life. It is. I I just can't tell you how bad it is. Uh, But, oh, there's forums in it, though. Oh, forms, not forums. Forms. Uh, Jurisdictionary. How to win in court without a lawyer. Oh, no. Hey, don't do that, everybody out there. Oh, I
2: think that's... Course. I think the logo dictionary is his like, uh, you know, it, uh, the, the courses that he sells
0: Ah, uh, Oh, oh man. Yeah. That sounds like some cool shit that I should <laughs> probably find out about. Maybe, maybe I'm going to try I, to, I, listen I to had a feeling like he'd be into it. Yeah. I'm going to try to listen to some of it. Maybe play some, I have a, uh, I already recorded this week's October, uh, october uh, street fight. So, cause I didn't want to work on Thanksgiving. Uh, but the week after that, I have Adam Hudson from Citations Needed. Maybe I can cut some clips and me and him can listen to it and goof on it. It'll be fun because uh, that was some pretty wild shit. I, I've never seen a website like that.
2: Oh, yeah. So. Well, I mean, speaking of Adam, uh, Adam you know, a lot of those guys have um, crossover with uh, like Pacifica Radio Network in New York. Oh, and yeah. so you'll hear some of the same speakers on like Pacifica, as you will, on, uh, on Logos.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean is Pacifica's left
2: though, right? It is, but there's like uh I mean uh Randy Credico and I got I got mixed feelings about the guy. But he's he's definitely pure pure crank energy from that yeah, guy. I know, I know and who he's he is. on he's on Pacifica. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so there's a big cro- crossover in those uh uh in those DJs.
0: That is so fucking cool. I, I mean, yeah, I think we're gonna, well, I, I'll see if I can get some of this and play it with Adam, because I think he would get a kick out of doing that stuff. I think it's gonna be extremely wild for me and him to do a, a show together. Cause I don't know, he's a good guy, he's fun. Next, th- this week is Jane from uh, Batting Around Podcast. And we had a lot of fun listening to, uh, I think it was, I, this week's show is a prager you kids thing how to be a conscious patriot (laughs) or something like that and uh we played the whole thing it's very funny it is is extremely extremely like unself-aware stuff so it's going to be great i think it's it's going to be real it's going to be real fun i think the next few shows everybody's going to really love them and uh uh I'm going to find out about the Logos Radio Network. You, you have fully, I don't have to listen to anything. I don't have to do anything. Uh-oh. 69 triple X fun in the chat. Find love in your city. Jason's, oh, here it comes. Is everybody getting horny now? Oh, even me? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, you can't get,
2: but you know,
0: but I'll, I'm going to check this stuff out well yeah i think so you nice can find
2: love yeah in I, city. I i it's, you know I'll, I'll check out what uh 69 triple x has to say and uh i'm you know I, i'm glad you liked uh liked randy kelton and uh i'm sure i'm sure that'll unlock some fun windows into the call in radio universe
0: yeah i gotta look into that i definitely gotta look into that well hey thanks for calling thanks for hipping me to that that's very cool
2: hell yeah brian peace out to all the street fighters love y'all love you brian and uh Thank y'all have you. a great week
0: you too all right well uh we are definitely gonna look into that We didn't have a lot of time to like really scroll through the page or anything like that but uh i totally do think like we're gonna we're, we'll we'll take a look at some of that and see what we can do and uh, I think the stream broke anyway, so I'm out of here. Have a good night, everybody. Goodbye.
7: Feeling myself a conceited. myself a myself a myself a myself a myself a Yeah. Feeling myself a myself a you never dated a chocolate bitch Pretty. You want a model bitch off of the internet. internet All that kick 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 and I ain't uh-huh. into that All my mini me's I ain't uh-huh. been at that fact Long as we float down my back 40-80. I ain't want a picture with a baseball bat hey. Hoes don't like when I'm Bark, cause Millie bang, bang. Uh, I huff and I puff and I blow shit down Stand up, bitch, ho, go sit down Put your ear on this your hear this ocean sound? Uh, I fuck one. boy, you all dick now uh, You got money cause you on dicks Millie got millies cause Millie got hits You pop pimples, ho, I pop shit You can talk like this when you're really that yeah. Feeling myself a conceited, huh? Feeling myself, huh, feelin myself, huh, feelin myself a conceited, Yeah. Feeling myself a conceited, huh? Feeling myself a conceited, Wow. Feeling myself a conceited, huh? Feeling myself a conceited, huh, Myself, I huh? Feeling myself, I conceded. Feeling huh? myself, I conceded. Straight out of Mobile, Louis on both hills Fuck uh, how a hoe feel, girl, um, just relax. Smack a little bitch, hold you a nap. Bitch man, get man. jealous when I do it like that. Selena hey. on my eyes like a diva. Hey, I been that bitch since a fetus. I been that bitch. Been had my stripes, no Adidas. Yeah. My opps taking pictures when they see us. My hair when I walk in the blue okay. Feeling uh. myself, I conceited. Huh. Feeling myself, I conceited. Yeah. Feeling myself, I conceited. Huh. Feeling myself, I conceited. Wow. myself, I conceited. Huh. Feeling myself, I conceited. Yeah. Feeling myself, I it.